We had somebody contact me yesterday, and they asked me a little bit about the airport in San Jose, Costa Rica. So I did some research on it, and of course, as most of you know, it's called Juan Santa Maria International Airport. Of course, it's just north of San Jose and Alajuela, but who is Juan Santa Maria? So I looked it up, and I want to share this story with you. Life in Juan Santa Maria's Costa Rica. A look back, 175 years ago or so. Juan Santa Maria Day is a Costa Rican holiday to remember the Battle of Rivas, which is a small town just uh, a little bit south and a little bit east of uh, San Isidro. To remember the Battle of Rivas in 1856 and the heroic action of Juan Santa Maria, a common soldier from Alajuela, that's where the airport is, who saved the battle and Costa Rica's right to be a nation. William Walker, a U.S. Southerner, sought to make slave states of the five Central American republics. With his mercenary army, Walker claimed Nicaragua, then turned to Costa Rica. President Juan Rafael Mora Porras called for recruits to chase out the filibusteros, as the invaders were known, and to defend the borders. 4,000 Ticos answered the call and set out for the northern zone, just on the Nicaraguan border, routing the North Americans and chasing them north to Rivas. It was in Rivas that the decisive battle took place on April 11, 1856. As every Costa Rican student learned in school, Santa Maria carried a torch set fire to the Maison de Guerra, Walker's headquarters. Although the war continued for another year along the river route on the northern border, Walker never regained the upper hand. What was life like in Costa Rica in 1856? How did the soldiers endure the long marches and fierce firefights? By the standards of the day, Costa Rica was a very rich country. Coffee production had had a broad impact on society. Even the humblest members of the population had a chance to work with the huge crops. Demand for coffee from Europe and North America created jobs and brought in foreign exchange, and that drew merchants from France, Germany, and other countries to set up emporiums with imported products. Costa Ricans could now buy porcelain dishes, elegant fabrics for clothes, lamps, furniture, and even pianos from Europe. They also imported hats and gloves for the ladies and girls and ropa blanca, or white clothes, the euphemism for underwear, I guess, <laughs> interior ropa. Culture flourished, books and music and theater and carriages were part of the social scene in San Jose. Even in the rural areas, there was a sense of identity within the young nation. The army benefited as well with rifles from England and military trainers from Germany, wearing loose white pants and tunics, broad-brimmed hats, and leather sandals called caites, 4,000 men set out from San Jose on March 4th for the 300-kilometer route to Punta Reynas and north to Santa Rosa. This meant 20 days in the March heat over rocky roads, high mountains, and steep valleys. They passed through the uh, La Urca, Lagunilla, San Antonio de Belin and around Alajuela through La Garita, El Coyal, Altos de Monte, and onward on roads used to carry the coffee-laden ox carts to the port. 
They stopped and rested in flat areas near streams and grass for the oxen and the horses. They ate rice and beans and meat with platanos, and they were not alone. Women, the wives, the sisters, and other interested in helping the men in the country came along. They cooked the huge pots of food, they washed and mended clothes, and even helped the fighters carrying supplies and loading rifles. National heroine Pancha Carrasco helped save a cannon with her sharp shooting. Although the war in Santa Rosa, Santa Rosa, excuse me, and Rivas, known as the first campaign, were important victories for Costa Rica, an epidemic of chloria hit the army and forced it to retreat. In December of 1856, the second campaign to clear the San Juan River of Walker's troops was also successful, and Costa Rica proved itself as a sovereign nation. There's so much more information on this. This is just a snapshot of what it was like back in 1856 and why Juan Santa Maria is a hero, and that's why they named the airport after him. Hope you enjoyed this little story. As always, we thank you so much for listening, and we invite you to listen to our other 750-plus episodes of our Costa Rica Pura Vida Lifestyle podcast series. The only reason we do this is to share our knowledge and experience and spread the good news about one of the happiest countries on the planet. We invite you to get caught up with all of our episodes in the next couple of months. We cover all topics about Costa Rica. We keep them short, usually under eight minutes. We know you're busy. We respect your time. We can be found on all major podcast venues, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Radio FM, Anchor, and the Apple and the Google podcast platforms, so many more. I've added a link to our Costa Rica Immigration and Moving Experts website. If you are considering a move to Costa Rica and are interested in acquiring legal status for you alone or for you and your family, we have over 20 years of experience helping individuals and families make the move to this amazing country. When you're ready, check us out. Costa Rica Immigration and Moving Experts. Thanks again. We're going to see you here tomorrow. And keep in mind that we present these podcast episodes to you seven days a week. And we never miss a day. In fact, we usually do two podcast episodes every day. There's so much good news coming out of Costa Rica and so many things to talk about that we simply want to share them with you immediately. Pura Vida, thanks for listening. And we will see you tomorrow. Sure.